0: Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hashtag All Podcasts Matter. I am your host, Panther 5000, sitting here with Damone.
1: What's happening? What's happening?
0: All Podcasts Matter is a show where we talk about social issues, current events, movies, comics.
1: Anybody that pisses us off this week.
0: And music. Yeah, and that too. <laughs> and, th- and some other shit.
1: Yeah, it's our platform to yell at people through... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the magic's of anywhere any, uh, Shout out to everybody listening um, We're getting bigger every week um, I can't wait to sell out I keep telling y'all y'all think it's a joke I am, wow
0: Yeah, it's not It's not a game It's, it's not, not a game.
1: game Uh, Blonde bitches everywhere
0: <laughs> This week sucked I'm, I was really, really looking forward to recording So I'm glad we're doing this right now My my phone actually got literally got shitted on when I was walking outside Nice I'm like, damn, that was either really good timing or bad timing I'm not sure Um uh, I've been living on fruit and vegetable juice for six days now. Nice. I'm shooting for uh 30. So if Jamba Juice wants to sponsor that, yep, get get at us. All pods matter.
1: Um, let's get let's get into it. We got a lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, let's Our do it. This is hella long. First and foremost, uh, All Star Weekend was last weekend, and the three point competition is has been the best thing. Oh, wait, no, wait. The dunk contest was awesome. Actually. It was.
0: It was pretty damn amazing. It and has, it hasn't been good for a while. Mm-hmm. But this one, yeah. That fool yeah.
1: sat down in the air. <laughs> <laughs> he should have won. It's always he should have won. I always think the biggest snub is when Blake Griffin won for jumping over the hood of a Kia, which I'm pretty sure me and you could do.
0: I don't enjoy, like, sponsored yeah. d- dunk
1: contests that, that, like That's that. all that was. And it's funny how Kia... Is the spot is is the in- in- official <laughs> NBA sponsor like, where oh. no niggas drive Kia's? I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, that's interesting. <laughs> and if you a nigga that drive a Kia, my bad. <laughs> Stop driving your baby mama car. <laughs> I like the I like the Optimus and shit, but it's like we don't we don't drive Kias. Uh, it should be early 2000 Mercedes should be the sponsor <laughs> <laughs> of the NBA because that's what everybody got. Early two <laughs> early 2000 Europeans.
0: <laughs> I want to talk about the the lights can Takeover. Yeah. Of, the, of the NBA All-Star Weekend. you does that, does that make you feel good?
1: Yeah, it does. It does. <laughs> so
0: I'm like, oh, we do it. I can do anything now.
1: <laughs> A lot of <laughs> those guys are half white, though. So <laughs> I'm pretty sure Levine's half white. Gordon looks half white. Clay is half white. So, yeah.
0: Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, I'll so that's it.
1: like, oh, yeah. Drake, My,
0: go ahead, go ahead.
1: Oh, go ahead now, because you know I'm about to get into it. Okay,
0: I wanted to talk about how excited Drake was. Mm-hmm. doing the uh the introduction thing. Yeah. I'm like good for you. He always looks like he's having a really good time. Yeah,
1: he, oh, he I mean he is. Honestly, I think the kid is actually a genuine person and everything like that.
0: Oh no, I, d- I actually don't mean I'm not I don't want to make to make fun of him. I'm yeah, like no, I'm, no, like, Damn, I'm saying, like I
2: actually
1: <laughs> think he's a genuine person. He genuinely enjoys people and stuff like that. Just don't get at him. <laughs> it's like it's not good for you. No. And I don't mind him having a team of people to make great music. That I mean, that's just good. Like, if I'm paying you for your ideas, yeah, I mean you make me do it. It's like Donna Karen don't design everything that comes out with Donna Karen I, I <laughs> might be old for me to say Donna Karen, but I'm like Vera Wang or whoever, they don't design everything. They pay designers for the thing and they put their label on it. Shit like that. We
0: don't really see that in rap though.
1: <laughs> okay, you're not supposed to ghost ride and rap, but I mean to put together help people put together a song that'd be dope. That's just songwriting credits and stuff like that. Yeah, that's fine.
0: Yeah. But, but anyway, let's let's get into
1: so, my, the NBA All-Star, okay, the three-pointers competition is awesome. Uh, The dunk contest got awesome, and then the game was kind of boring. I enjoyed it. I like seeing people on team All-Stars on teams with All-Stars. And it was all offense. I don't want to see defense in an All-Star game. I just want to see people do stuff. And then it gets competitive toward the fourth. My problem with the All-Star game was this. NBA is a good – is – a reflection of African American culture, it's a reflection of urban culture. It is, it is one of the dreams that we have. It's like people tell you all the time: either you're gonna sell crack or dribble a basketball or rap. Right, <laughs> just like that's the way out of hood. Yeah, like in uh,
0: I, the boiler room where he's like, or the Biggie lyric when he's like, yeah, you either sell crack rock or you got a wicked jump shot.
1: Yeah, so it's like, and I mean, that's not their education is really the key to the key to end all this poverty and stuff like that, but. It, it's one of our dreams. It's like, I mean, even if you are smart and you can dri- and you can dribble a basketball, you'd rather dribble a basketball for the rest of your, you know for ten years of your life and do something like that. And it pre- and it's a pre- personification. It's like, yeah, we we might make it out through this way. And if you look at the All Star Game, it's a bunch of dark skinned brothers passing the ball to a bunch of dark skinned brothers and light skinned and light skinned like skin. and like some light skinned dudes, Woo! but it's a bunch of dark skinned dudes. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkled with Pepperdine with some of you, <laughs> <laughs> some of you mulattoes, <laughs> and my point was that like it's a direct reflection of African American culture. Why the fuck is Sting doing the halftime show? <sighs> yeah, and I didn't, I didn't, I didn't enjoy that. I, I did not enjoy, enjoy that at all. And I'm like, oh, Sting's a great artist. Sting, I get it. Somebody's like, oh, he's killing it, bro. I'm like, I don't care. Sting should not be performing at the halftime show of NBA. Now,
0: I, now it's weird. I mean, if only there was some other. Artist available who is more of a reflection of people who were in the NBA and people who are a fan of the NBA. And if if only there was an artist like who was actually there earlier.
1: Yeah, it's only like it'd be crazy like if maybe maybe the biggest artist from Toronto was coinciding like coincidentally I I can't think of the word right now. If he was coincidentally able to perform during halftime. Well, no, that he was also one of the biggest stars in the world. That would have been cool for him to perform, or her, to perform in their hometown.
0: Yes, but if only they were there. I'm pretty, sure they, they I'm there. Pre- I'm pretty sure they weren't.
1: And it would have been cool if he actually had some acting credits in the Okay, maybe <laughs> y'all should have had Drake perform, because he was sitting right there. I mean, you're in Toronto, and you got the one of the biggest stars in the world right there, but you can't have him perform? So it's like, it, it's crazy that you got Drake right there, but he can't perform. But you're gonna bring Sting Old Ass to perform old ass music and shit like that. I turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 missed, I missed part of the third quarter because I turned that shit off.
0: I turned it off. I was watching uh, Teen Titans with LeBron James instead. And,
1: <laughs> and the couple, I don't, And I'm like, I know Sting's a great artist and stuff like that, but it's like, he's performing old ass music to a young ass crowd. And like, I'm supposed to be excited about this? Like, no, hell no. I understand why YouTube performs at the Super Bowl. I even understand why Coldplay It's not a majority black thing. It's not black culture. Football's not black culture and everything like that. I mean, like I said, majority of the people that play the game are black, but it's like it's, it's, it's culture for everybody. Sting should not be performing at the halftime show, just like Drake shouldn't be performing at the NHL halftime show or NASCAR.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like uh, this also happened in NASCAR. When they when they made fifty cent appear at some NASCAR events and, and TI, I'm like, nah, everybody just wants to expand their audiences. I'm like, no, nah, just 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 play to what you got, man. Yeah. Just that's not your audience. Just play to what you got. And
1: I'm pretty man. sure they were thinking the same thing I was thinking. What the fuck is fifty Cent doing here? <laughs> <laughs> so that kind of like pissed me off. It's like y'all it's like the peak of what y'all showing right now, besides the the finals and stuff like that, and you trot out this old white dude. <laughs> hey, good job. We see who really runs the NBA. We get it. All right. So, that's my spiel on that one. So, in sports news, we're going to go down from here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you want to talk about Manny? Manny Pacman
0: Pacquiao. Manny said some some kind of some crazy shit, and Nike fired him for it. Yeah.
1: Manny, Manny, Manny compared gays and lesbians to animals. He said, no, you don't know my bad. He said they're worse than animals. He said you never see a dog. Uh, he said you never see male animals having sex with male animals or female animals having sex with female animals and i was like you've never seen chihuahuas manny because chihuahuas be fucking everything chihuahuas and so he said that and there was a big backlash about it nike dropped his ass but he still stuck by his comments and stuff like that he doubled down on his comments he doubled yeah. down he was like nah fuck y'all christianity believes and i'm like look look here dude if you eat pork, you're going to hell the same as a gay dude. You can't pick and choose stuff from the Old Testament and stuff like that. And so it's like you kind of a hypocrite where we all do stuff in from the Bible that's guilt that's a sin, and all sin is the punishment of sin is death. So murder in in the Bible in the Bible we're talking Old Testament murder is the same as uh, spilling your seed on the floor. That's punishable. He, in the Bible, <laughs> God kills somebody for spilling his seed on the floor.
0: I'm, I'm pretty sure Manny has spilled the seed or two on the floor. So.
1: Exactly, or in napkins. <laughs> 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 Bill Barr said the funniest shit. He said, "He said, stop making uh, napkins with lotion in it." He's like, "I usually have to lose use napkins because of the lotion." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. so uh, that was that and my whole point was like is y'all gonna get at Manny how y'all got out of Floyd for his racist ass comments Floyd said some ignorant shit that just made him look stupid but Manny said some shit that's some deep hearted shit and that fool's a governor in the, the, the whole country and shit like that and the problem is Manny said that and probably it didn't get any backlash in the Philippines but Manny's bread and butter Manny makes money and Manny is Manny because of America and you can't say shit like that in America no, no, you cannot. Nike's like, nah, we like the facts, bro. You can't be doing that. Mm-mm, we got Rainbow Jays. Dropped your ass like a hot. And that's money. If you getting paid by Nike, you're getting paid.
0: Yeah, he's he said he respected Nike's decision to fire him, but he still thinks the gays are monsters. Yeah. so Less than animals. Good job. Good job, Manny.
1: We on next one?
0: Yep. Let's talk about Ronda Rousey. Ronda
1: Rousey, the rowdy one.
0: Rowdy Roddy Piper.
1: Yeah. So he actually gave her the permission before he died to use Roddy Roddy really? Roddy yeah, yeah really she asked permission for it was oh. like hell yeah you're awesome R.I.P. Rhonda was recently on Ellen and she told Ellen like she was sitting in the training room after the knockout and she complimented suicide she was like what if what am I if I'm not a champion <clears throat> and then she looks up and goes, she sees her boyfriend and says, I gotta live to have his babies <laughs> So immediately I think, Wow, bud, you weak person. No, okay, my bad. I'm not calling to like like that's how you identify yourself that all <laughs> that your whole life is you you lose and so you don't wanna live anymore. And then the only thing redeeming you no, is I
0: that could, I can see I can see that she had some I mean, she had she had a horrible, horrible loss. Uh, I just wish she wasn't so like damn braggacious about it and right. talking a lot of shit. Uh,
1: but no, it. But her to her her deep her her reason to live is so I can have this man's babies. <laughs> I was like, well, the way to take women back about twenty
0: years. <laughs> She's like, I just want to be barefoot in the kitchen.
1: Exactly, that's right. That's my really place. I don't need to be out here fighting and be. Housing magazines and shit like that. I need to be in the kitchen barefoot. And you can say, "Oh, that's not what she meant." That's what she said. <laughs> she said, "Oh, I need to live so I can have babies." And I was like, "Yeah, that's why my pullout game's strong." Well, hey, whatever
0: gives you a reason to live.
1: And and be- my whole my and then she follows up with a commercial with Seth and Amy, a Bud Light, and she's cracking jokes about security. And I'm like, "This is why you lost. Instead of training, you were out gallivanting." Uh, promoting movies and shit like that. You came in overweight. You came in out of shape, and you got kicked in your fucking face. And then you, instead of like going back and training hard, because you should be a champion again. I believe in your skills and stuff like that. You're out making more. You're out doing more Hollywood shit. No, you need to be in the fucking gym working on your striking with Floyd Mayweather because he offered you. He offered you. I'm just saying. He, yeah, he did. He did offer. Yeah, yeah he did. Floyd class stack of 2015. <laughs> Because I thought he was going <laughs> to gas her ass <laughs> up. And he was like, nah, you're a champ. You're going to bounce back from this. I can help you with your striking game, and then you'd be unstoppable. You could be the new Terminator.
0: No, <clears> M- you, Manny's <laughs> um, – Mayweather's been pretty quiet. I kind of expected him to do something. What's he up to, being quiet?
1: He's up to he's, – he's, he's, he's hosting his own strip clubs in his penthouses, all right?
0: Yeah, I guess when he's you're – He's
1: retiring, that. and that's how you retire.
0: When did that super rich you just do – He's well, stupid
1: rich. He made $85 million a year for like three, four, five years. Yeah, that's stupid And that's before the other millions he was making.
0: That's true.
1: Yeah. So uh, Floyd can do whatever the hell he wants to. I hope he op- opened up the school, the uh, Floyd Mayweather School for Kids Who Can't Read Good and Wants <laughs> to Do Other Things. <laughs> Just don't build it out of cement the models made of. <laughs> I saw 15 minutes of Zoolander before the power went off. <laughs> so, me, and, me and Christian Quitella. Oh, shout out to Christian Quitella. Shout out to uh, Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen. Got it in this week. Yes. <laughs> and uh, we were we were sitting in Zoolander and like 15 minutes. We're actually getting into it. Power goes off on the block. And so you can't restart movies or start them again because that would throw the movie time off. So they just gave everybody free tickets. Funny thing about that is, so I go show them my receipt. Because I use a credit card, and so they give me two tickets. So I give the ticket stubs to Christian. I was like, hey, go get two more tickets. So <laughs> he goes gets the, he goes and says, oh, man, my ice cream melted. I was in the bathroom. It was dark. Somebody raped me. I'm going to need more than two tickets. So they give him four tickets. So nice. we got two tic- two, six tickets for four tic- two tickets. Come
0: up. Yeah. Hey, that's how you do it.
1: Tell people we get raped.
0: Uh, what theater did you go to? Uh,
1: you know, Club entry. Word up. Just, I just snitched on myself. I just I just Gilbert Arenas myself. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: think I think that'll be all right. I think Club Century will sponsor the show.
1: Yeah. Um so now we're done with sports news, which was really wasn't news. We go into I th- do Pope Francis.
0: Yeah, I thought I thought the Pope's comments were pretty spot on.
1: The Pope said Anybody more concerned about building walls than building bridges is not a true Christian. And it was, I guess, it was taken as a shot at Donald Trump. And Donald Trump just said his, Donald Trump said the Pope's comments were disgraceful. And then, like, everybody's like, oh, Donald Trump, he's going at the Pope. And, you know, and then Donald Trump, no one for getting at anybody. And someone told Donald Trump to pump his fucking brakes. He's like, that's the Pope that's the catholic church. You don't want none of them problems, all right? No, that's 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 real beef. Which which cracked me up because the Chris, the Christians that actually support Donald Trump are evangelicals and they think the Vatican's the devil anyway. So he <laughs> really wasn't going to get hurt <laughs> if he went to beef with the pope, but you really don't want to beef with pope.
0: No. Nah, those are bigger problems than what he's ever exactly. gone at before.
1: I've seen the family guy when he's like God is going to smite you. <laughs> oh, he's a- cooking <laughs> up something good.
0: <laughs> so they had a bit of a back and forth, right?
1: Nah, not really. He said that, and then somebody told Trump to pump his brakes. That's the Pope. It's like, nah, you can't just, you can get out of Obama, but you, no, we don't, nah, you don't want them problems.
0: Nah. You don't nah. want the Vatican, bruh. No, no.
1: Yeah. So, that was that. Um, <laughs> in lighter news. <laughs> yes, in,
0: in lighter news, teen doctor.
1: Uh, <laughs> a black teenager was arrested in, what was it, Florida?
0: Yep in Florida.
1: Florida for practicing medicine without a license. And you might expect me to get on my high horse about black kids and being arrested. No, nah, this fool did something wrong. <laughs> no, he yeah, he
0: definitely should have gone to jail. Mhm. This but if he didn't sexually assault women by being a fake gynecologist, <laughs> I I would applaud his efforts. Yeah. Uh I mean, he's clearly a smart kid, despite mm-hmm. being a psychopath. But but, <laughs> but I'm still I'm still kind of impressed by his his efforts. I mean, opening
1: up a whole clinic. I, I, I'm more mad at people for thinking that fool was anything over 18.
0: Cause he cle- cause he clearly looks like a toddler.
1: And like you have to add on seven years. So you think 18 seven? He's 20. He has to be at least 25 or Doogie Hauser. And y'all think this was a doctor? <laughs> and I'm like I'm mad at it, y'all. I mean, obviously y'all need help, and you went to an 18 year old. So
0: well, maybe they thought. You know, how could he be a fake doctor? He has his own clinic. He has saw, his own clinic. And saw, he has saw,
1: his labels on it. I'm like, that motherfucker's 18, though.
0: I saw the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. He probably knows what he's talking about. He probably, hey, he probably he, did some homework. I,
1: I actually want to hear from his clients because it's like, damn, w- did he help you? I, I feel bad because what if he was really good at it and... Now he can't get a doctor's license.
0: I, I just wish he used his talents in other arenas besides being a fake doctor. I'm like, man, this kid needs a hobby. Just for real, <laughs> He did have a hobby. Oh, yeah. He's sorry, do- sorry he did. Being a fake-ass doctor, yeah. Yeah.
1: The co-part cool is when I looked at – because I, I heard he was – so, you know, everybody's going to report a kid if he's being a fake doctor. They reported that he was practicing gynecology, and so I put – Fake gynecologist. Why'd I do that? <laughs> <laughs> porn, 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 <laughs> I cannot find that stuff through all the porn.
0: I'm surprised this came up first in my search results. Like, and Doogie Howser didn't come up. I guess <laughs> a lot of people aren't searching Doogie Howser anymore. No. Yeah. Maybe they should reboot that. MPH. Maybe they should be, uh, yeah, they should reboot Doogie Howser.
1: With MPH or a new Doogie?
0: No, they should make him black now.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> as, a, as a twist. No, they should take the dude. He knows what he's talking about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's the wrong thing.
0: All right. Let's take a break, and then we'll be right back. And we are back. Also, uh, things that happened earlier this week. It's actually the Grammys were on Monday. Did you watch any of that shit? Hell no. Yeah, because the Grammys are garbage. I heard Adele sucked. Uh, I didn't tune into her performance mm-hmm. because, um, I don't know, I don't know. You're not That's a fan of Ufa culture. culture? Well, I mean, I liked her first album enough, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but, but I, I watched, uh, Kendrick's performance because yeah. that was, you know, somebody of color. Yeah. Um, but I, li- I liked it. It was cool. He, uh, he debuted a new song and it was kind of, um. He did the kind of like a "Put Your Hands Where My Eyes Can See" kind of thing with like the uh-huh, with like dope. with like the black lights and the the African dancing, mm-hmm. and he uh, came out in shackles mm-hmm. as an homage to Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was dope also, and he did like a little uh, Trayvon uh, mention shout And out people on, got on the pissed. Stage.
1: They sure did. How dare you use your platform as an artist to teach us things? Why are you Why are you black people making us feel uncomfortable about our whiteness? <laughs>
0: How dare you? I I personally hate when artists make any sort of political statement, of course.
1: Yeah, like the one white lady was like, how dare you pull off the Band-Aid of racial healing? Bitch, if it's a Band-Aid, that means we didn't fix the problem.
0: Yep, putting Band-Aids on uh, gashes. I had a,
1: a conversation about the Black Panthers today. And I'm like, they were like, oh, they're blah, blah. They're like misconstrued. And I'm like, nah, only reason why... The Black Panthers have a bad rap is because history is told by a certain amount of people. I mean, a certain people. And it was like, the Black Panthers were not a terrorist group. The Black Panther were not a, a, trying to intimidate anybody. They were just showing you, no, you're not going to come here and beat and kill us. That's all that was. We we have guns because we're allowed to have guns. This is an open carry state. Oh, wait, you're going to change it now because we're, black people have guns? Fine. So the Black Panthers. Only reason why the Black Panthers aren't down today because CIA got into it. You know. Like I said, when we start something, we too organize. Oh, mm-mm, mm-mm. Yep, Co- Co-intel, Pro is thi- Co-Intel Pro is a thing.
0: Co-Intel Pro is a thing. I was hoping the internet would win. They're one of my favorite R&B groups. They were nominated for a Grammy this year. Ego Death is an amazing album. If you haven't heard it, go pick it up. But then I realized that the Grammys are what they are, they're shit, and mm-hmm. they don't really recognize real music. Nope. It's, it's a crime that like Drake won a Grammy before, before Nas did. He still hasn't won a Grammy.
1: Nas has never won a Grammy. He's
0: never won a Grammy.
1: Damn, and they complain about Leo. <laughs> <laughs> he did even want a rap Grammy. <laughs>
0: uh, the Weeknd won won some Grammys. I don't I don't really like The Weekend. Kendrick, yeah. Kendrick won a of Grammys. Yeah, he did. He got five. He's nominated made for eleven. Mm-hmm. And then uh, then I also realized I didn't care about the Grammys when Taylor Swift won Album of the Year because I think Kendrick deserved that.
1: You know what's funny? Her album came out in 2014.
0: It did? Mm-hmm. They just, just change the rules for her, so it doesn't it doesn't
1: matter. Because remember, her album, part of the the Giants lore, a few things that have to happen. Has to be an even year, and Taylor Swift had to drop an album.
0: Is that really associated with Giants' championship? Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I never heard that one before. She
1: drops an album every time you guys win a championship. If it, she doesn't drop an album this year. Y'all, y'all not win a championship. <laughs>
0: I hate, but also hate that even you shit. I never say that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shit, I would rather win a championship every fucking other year. I will take that. Oh, my God, I'd take that. <laughs> like, oh, we're going to suck next year, but we're going to win next year. Okay, I'm good. <laughs> uh,
0: The Life of Pablo came out this week. The, the Life league.
1: of Pablo came out this week.
0: Kanye's album. Not Waves. So the, the title changed <laughs> 17 times. It's mm-hmm. only available on title. No. And uh yeah, that's Yeah, I, yeah, it's only it's only yeah, avi- that's, that's it's only available on time. That's obviously how we heard it. What we mean? we we both subscribed mm-hmm. cuz we support Kanye West. Yeah. <laughs> I'm laughing at something else unrelated, not that. Yeah, I,
1: there's a dancing cat over in the room.
0: Yeah, y'all are you crazy Hugh Cliff. Yeah. Uh so did you like the album?
1: I heard the first half and that wasn't to be a, a asshole cuz you got at uh Wiz Khalifa. Uh <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, I like the album, man. Uh I didn't I haven't liked a few of his albums for a while. Uh Dark Twisted Fantasy was the last album I really liked. Um That was his that was his last album. Mm-hmm. Oh oh sorry, Jesus, yeah. Yeah, I don't like Jesus. That's all right, we don't have to talk about Jesus. <laughs> okay. And I didn't like the eight oh eights and heartbreaks.
0: That was like a few years ago.
1: Yeah. Oh, well, I'm d i am I know, but I'm just saying But yeah, I didn't it's like It's 808s and Heartbreaks, Dark Twisted Fantasy, the last one, and then this one.
0: Yeah, Kanye's like the Giants. It's every other every other
1: he, he hit one, two, three at the park,
0: though. <laughs> yeah, he did. He did. Uh, um, yeah, there was a lot of cool-ass guest appearances. Chance killed yeah, it. Chance killed uh, it. I always love every track with Cuddy on it. The Dream, which is much better than The Weeknd. I feel like The Weeknd is like the dream light. Mm-hmm. If you if you can't afford to get The Dream, then I mean, hey, just, just, well, get, just, now just, just get the Well, that's flip-flop now because The Weeknd, weekend. you can't afford that. No, nah, I, I just feel like The Weeknd is trash. He do, he, I feel like he still wants to be The Dream, I feel.
1: <laughs> no, The Dream is The Dream, like – the Dream, his first couple albums They were awesome And I love at One song on there was Homage oh the to Prince <laughs> He brought one Prince on every album And that thing slapped The last one was Yamaha That was my fucking song, man Me and me and Ante Magnifico uh, Shout out D Spence We used to listen to We used to try to make 80s music like that Because this shit, those man 80s music is the best music in the world Best 80s album Best '80s albums, top ten, top
0: five. Next week, yeah, got it. Uh, my favorite song on there,
1: "Purple Rain," off the wall. <laughs> the,
0: but he has some, he has some lyrics that kind of made me laugh, like mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> driving ninety miles just whoop nigga ass." Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, hey, he was, a, he was on his bitch and nigga this album. No. <laughs> but I, but the first song is a straight
1: up gospel song.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the most misogynistic. And uh, I guess nigga Field gospel album you'll ever hear. I mean, yeah. Kirk Franklin is in the studio with him mm-hmm. uh, while he was making the nigga songs. Yeah, yeah, like, he was fire, my nigga. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, the
1: Lord. <laughs> Five hail marys.
0: Thirty uh, hours might be my favorite song on there. I was kind of disappointed that uh, Andre 2000 says two words. I feel like that, was I hate a, do that. I hate I feel like that was a lie of a guest appearance. I yeah. mean, it's still a good song, but but damn.
1: I I like Ty Dollar Sign part on it. I was like, man, this it it, it it was a throwback. It's not it's not wouldn't be in my top three. My my top three Kanye albums are the first three albums, but this album is it's not a back to old Kanye when he's actually rapping about shit. But this was a back to old Kanye, if you know what I mean.
0: Yeah, yeah. The production was great. Uh-huh. The guest princes were dope. I'm not uh-huh. a fan of Ty Dollar Sign, but that that his his song is is one of my favorites favorite
1: songs. Mm-hmm. Same thing. Like, I'm not a fan, but like, when you put when you focus that energy right, yeah, you get a good thing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was never a fan of T Pain, but that tone, the uh, the T Pain Kanye West song, I yeah, that was dope. Was f- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Kanye West said he was also 53 million dollars in debt, mm-hmm. and he had a lot of interesting tweets about that. Asking mm-hmm. Mark Zuckerberg for some money,
1: And one of Zuckerberg's partners was like, you know, if you're going to ask for money, this might not be the greatest uh, form to do it in. He might want to do it a little bit better if you're going to ask for that much money.
0: He <laughs> <laughs> could have, like, an actual business presentation. Yeah. Or, like, actually go talk to him. I mean yeah, you, you like, you know him. <laughs> yeah, you could. It's That's also probably not. If you're going to ask somebody for money in real life, I probably wouldn't tweet him either. Yeah, it's I probably wouldn't make it that
1: <laughs> thing about it. But that's Kanye. And, like. One thing like people don't understand, Kanye knows he's losing his fucking mind. <laughs> 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 like y'all can call him a crazy though. Like, Kanye knows he's losing his mind. Yeah, and he, he says some real shit. He's like, what kind of which which genius
0: wasn't crazy? Yeah, yet? when they want a genius that ain't crazy. Yeah, that's that's what he said.
1: And like I I believe that he was a genius. There's a few geniuses out there. Like um, what's the next election dude? Uh Ryan the producer. Ryan Leslie. Ryan Leslie. He's a genius. Yeah, he's definitely a genius. Yeah. And like I believe Kanye is a genius, and like people hate to say, it, like people don't want to give him his due. And I and I, I was having a conversation about Kanye, and I was like, y- you might not like him, he has he, he's not a shady dude. He's not he he doesn't do bad business deals. He's not he ain't stole from anybody. And so like um somebody posted on social media is like, when, when when the story first broke, they was like, uh, yeah, I'm glad he's in debt or I hope he is in debt and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck did Kanye West ever do? to you that you hope that a man is 53 million dollars in debt. I can understand that you don't like him. Um but he's never done anything to you. He he and he doesn't do anything to, bad to people. Yeah, exactly. His what he, his
0: views and thoughts on things. I don't agree with everything he says either. Like when he said I that, pretty much agree
1: with everything he freaking says. Uh
0: I think late, okay. lately he's gone a little too crazy, but 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 his his views and thoughts on things like don't aren't and don't affect our lives.
1: Yeah. And the things he's the the views he, the things he get in trouble for he's usually spot the fuck on. He got in trouble for Taylor Swift. Okay, that was the first controversy, right? Well, no, first he everybody got mad that he kept whining about the Grammys about him not winning, and I'm like, he, he kind of should have won Grammys for those albums he was talking about. And so one that was one. The real one that got him in trouble was the Taylor Swift thing. And let me let me let me say this right now. Taylor Swift album was be- Taylor Swift video was more creative and better than Beyoncé's single Ladies but Beyoncé's single Ladies broke the internet and this was the first time that, this was one of the first times the internet got broken where she had a million, 2 million 3 million views for that video and that video should have won video of the year when that fool got up there it, it was wrong and he was being an asshole and he kind of like spooked that girl but it's like he was right Beyoncé's video should have won Taylor Swift video should not have beat Beyonce video. And it started on there. And it's like, he's also had the trauma. We got to give him the, 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 the dude's like, he also has hella trauma history. Like this fool was in the depth. Of, he divide death in that car accident, lost his mother, lost his grandma. <laughs> it's like it's a lot of shit going on. And then he's actually blackballed from all the other industries avenues. He's tried to dabble in, except for the Adidas thing, because I guess his shoe sales, but like he's actually been blackballed from hit, like fashion and all and people are like, oh this clothes sucks. I'm like, some of his shit sucks. <laughs> well,
0: it it's not it's not for us, it's designer it's for it's, us. it's designer stuff. Yeah. And and all designer stuff looks looks like insane insane future slave wear. <laughs> like with uh go- goose Down feathers. <coughs> eyebrows and just, just stuff that basically doesn't make any sense.
1: And the car, and the thing was, he never wanted to go the route where I can just make some urban clothes and I'll make this $100 million in the first year. He never wanted to do that. He actually wanted to be a real fashion designer. The dude wouldn't study all his stuff and fabrics and everything like that. His rant on his rant on Sway's Wake Up Morning, he was actually saying some real stuff. He just don't know how to say it any other way because he's fucking nuts. <laughs> but he was actually saying some real shit. If you if you decipher the yelling, he's actually saying some real ass shit. And so, like when he was up there next to Mike Myers, and he said George Bush don't care about black people, it's like yeah, this wasn't the time for that. <laughs> but he was spot on, and I'm like, and people get mad at. Him. I'm like, yes, yeah, he's an asshole, and he's brash and everything like that. But I mean, he's usually, the thing that we're mad about. He's usually on point with it, and he's a fucking genius. I'll
0: I'll, I'll, I'll say that he's a musical genius, genius. not not in the regular not a fashion and creative and
1: business wise, but but
0: but yeah, he knows he knows what he's doing. He's a genius. I mean, sometimes
1: you can be you you can be you can be a genius at chemical engineering and can't act. Mm, 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 Cough, cough. Yeah, that's (laughs) cough, cough, cough. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Lundgren. Uh, oh, 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 I didn't say, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, no, it's just unrelated. Yeah, yeah, unrelated, Un- complete, unrelated. Completely unrelated. Yeah, so I'm like, my, 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 my thing about this one, I'm like, what the fuck did he ever do to you? Like, <laughs> that you can wish somebody $53 million in debt, that's a lot of money. And he's not going to go to the poorhouse. I mean, I'm telling you right now, if Kanye West opened up an affordable line, and I'm not talking about affordable line, I'm talking about two $300 jean line. If he opened that shit up tomorrow he make his money back tomorrow. But I read that he's not really in debt. It's, not. More, it's more like if
0: his clothing line, which hasn't even launched yet, mm-hmm. if that fails completely, then he'll be in debt. Yeah. Plus, yeah. plus also, of course, rich people don't go in debt like we no. do. Kind of like when, uh, what's his name, from uh, Gone in 60 Seconds? uh, Nicolas Cage. Yeah, like when Nicolas Cage went broke because he bought those 50,000 islands and he said his uh, assistant gave him bad advice. Mm-hmm. Well, he just, he just made like 12 shitty movies that year and then he was all right yeah so I mean, you know, he could just go on tour like
1: when fifty did the chapter bankrupt,
0: yeah, 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 he did chapter eleven though,
1: chapter eleven. and I'm like, everybody, who's bro <laughs> no. Yeah, He's not broke. Yeah,
0: keep in mind that Donald Trump filed for Chapter 11 like 17 times. Yeah, so.
1: rich people. And it, like, he hasn't filed for anything. And it's like, y'all, after <clears> y'all broke people out there speculating. I'm broke too, but I know his $53 million in debt is more, is nothing like when y'all get $10,000 worth of debt and when y'all have $50,000 worth of debt. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's. And a, when y'all have student loans and shit like that, remember, he dropped out. He was a smart one. <laughs> yeah. He saw the future. Yeah, he don't Maybe, he, maybe,
0: maybe he is a genius.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, if like I, I like I posted, if Kanye, if you, if you happy that the motherfucking fifty three thousand dollars in debt, fifty three million dollars in debt, keeps so, up because your life ain't. <laughs> yeah, you should. <laughs> your life ain't going well. <laughs> um. Oh,
0: uh, just just before we uh, start talking about Kanye, he he's the Floyd Mayweather of rap. Hmm.
1: I actually think Fifty Cent was the Floyd the rap.
0: He was, but I think less people.
1: Yeah, but at less the time, to- what I, I don't want, I
0: don't want to dis Fifty Cent because I, I like Fifty, yeah. and I, I don't want, I don't want G any problems.
1: Yeah, I don't want the problems either. Uh, all right, so you made me switch my whole thing around. So ah, <laughs> more backlash. It's the Bay segment. Yancey. Bay. <laughs> Bay. Bay. Uh, so Destiny's Only Child and. <laughs> <laughs> Disney's real child, and yes, then, yes. You know the stepdaughters.
0: I'm um, sure people read about the many Beyonce protests. No, 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 no. Oh, sorry, the Beyonce protests that nobody no, 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 no showed up to
1: SNL. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm
0: sorry. The Saturday Night Live skit was awesome. That was amazing. Thank you, Saturday Night Live, for properly portraying white America's reaction to Beyonce being black.
1: Yes. <laughs> SNL did a skit uh called The Day Beyoncé Went Black. And which is funny a few years back they did uh a skit where people were talking bad about Beyoncé and secret police came and killed them. <laughs> 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 and so this one was white like white America's over exaggeration to Beyoncé's formation song and and <laughs> I forgot the one girl who said I don't think this is for us, but everything's for. Us. <laughs> they're like Beyonce's black and like yeah, you know she's been black. <laughs> and they're like single ladies, they're like yep black. Crazy in love, yep black. Pink Panther, nah, she was white on that. <laughs>
0: he's like, but but I'm black. No, no you're not. You're, you're like you're like my girl. <laughs> he's like no, but I can be black too. No. He's like he's no. black. He's like we know he's black.
1: <laughs> yeah, so that was funny and good. Kudos to SNL for. Making fun, even though you guys are hella whitewashed. Yep. That's how they <laughs> really the, felt.
0: The kettle calling the kettle white. Yeah. Um, I also wanted to talk about how security artists were. I mean, sorry. Security didn't want to. Not security. Police the Tampa police force. Tampa police force didn't, didn't want to work at Beyonce's show. Is that
3: right?
1: Yeah. They, they're they not working at Beyonce's uh, Tampa's uh, at our Florida concert. They are refusing to work at a Florida concert because of her. Um, anti-police. Now, this is crazy.
0: I think Beyonce is really breaking ground here because she's she's the first artist to ever to ever be anti-police, correct? Yes. In the in the lexicon of American history,
1: yes. Right. She's the first artist to be. <laughs> and we do this. No, she is not the fucking <laughs> first artist, and she's not even. You guys understand that people of all color recognize that. Police brutality happens with black people, and I, my uh, another point, like people said, like people were saying that Black Panther group was exclusive. No, they were not. Fucking not. There was Asian Black Panthers.
0: <laughs> yep. Shout out to Richard Aoki.
1: <laughs> that and then um, Huey P. advised a, a white group to be the White Panthers yeah. and fight for their equalities because they were poor white people that you know poor people were brutalized by the police. And so it was like that was it. So police, like a lot of artists have spoken out against it. And I'm not talking about N.W.A. I'm not talking about Nas. I'm talking about the Clash. <laughs> you
0: talking about Bruce Springsteen.
1: Talking about Bruce Springsteen with anti-police like Sinead O'Connor. You guys loved her. And it was like they they have anti-police, and they're not like anti-police like fuck the police and they're they pigs and shit. They no, these are poli- they're talking directly about skin color, how police kill. Uh, how police kill black people? Like um, Bruce Springsteen uh, in 1990, um, his, his he, he got at him in a song, and it's like uh, did, um, it ain't no okay. Here it is: it's a gun, it's a knife, it's a wallet, it's your life. It ain't no secret, no secret, my friend. You're killed for living in your American skin. And he was like, "These are Americans," and he was talking about black Americans getting killed. And he and he was talking about the wallet when they killed the kid in New York, shot him a uh, what twenty seven some odd times. I'm pretty sure this is what he's talking mm-hmm. about. Twenty seven. So, so
0: yeah, the Beatles, Bruce Springsteen, uh, Bob Marley, some of the bi- biggest artists that
1: were renowned and yeah, adored artists have, have anti police songs.
0: Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, let's let's change that to anti police brutality because those those, no, okay, those, those those things aren't aren't the same. People always make that argument that. Oh, you are just being anti-police. I'm like, no, anti-police brutality, is that's a, that's a totally different thing.
1: And, and uh, let me flip it on this one. There's a video uh, surfaced around the time that um, Michael Brown got shot. And the media tried to flip it. Oh, what happens when a black cop shoots a white kid? And they try to say that uh, an incident in Reno happened where a black guy shot a whi- an unarmed white gentleman. And the thing about it was the cop wasn't black. I don't even think the kid was uh, white, but it wasn't even a kid. It was a man. And it was a male that was a felon known to carry weapons. So when the police got a call about him and they knew it was him, they immediately had their weapons drawn on him. And so a long story short is the guy turns around, sees the police have gun drawn on him. The police said, get on the ground. He said, no, fuck you. He reaches for his waistband. He gets perforated. He did not have a gun on him, but if a cop has a gun on me and I say no, fuck you, then reach for my whatever's in my pants I was reaching for, I deserve to get lit the fuck up. <laughs> because I don't matter if anybody has a gun on me and I reach for my waist, I deserve to get lit the fuck up. You don't reach for your waist because we usually keep when you have an illegal weapon or a legal weapon. If you're holding a weapon, that's where you keep it. And if I don't reach for there, I might get shot. Now, if please tell me to reach for my wallet and I reach in my pocket, I don't deserve to get shot 37 times. I would agree to that. I'm just saying, and remember there was like 100 rounds at the scene. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. you had to reload <laughs> to shoot that many times. Like the cop, like the the kid that got shot in uh Chicago. You don't hit somebody 16 times when your your clip only holds 10. <laughs> That's just bad math or a movie. <laughs> Oh, and so and speaking of movies, somebody's oh, like, Yes. Uh, are you are, go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm gonna be done. Okay. But um then somebody comment, Oh, they could have shot him in the leg and I'm like, No, that's a <laughs> fucking movie. That's just not real life. Cops are trained to shoot center mass. Cops are trained to shoot center mass. Center mass mean the body, not the legs, not the arms, not the head. That's why you don't see people's head getting shot off when in these police videos because cops are trained to shoot center mass. They are trained to take you down like that. If I shot you in the head, and miss, I might hit somebody over there. If I shoot you in the mass, we're all that's all body. I can take you down and stuff like that. So all this shooting leg, that's some marksman-ass shit. If you want people to shoot guns and knives out of people's hands, that's fucking movies and shit and everything. like. So stop that bullshit. You can't do it. What makes you think a cop can do it? I'm Huckleberry. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's, I wanted to change gears a little bit and talk about the success of Deadpool yep. uh, and how that's influenced other Hollywood decisions. We're gonna go spawn first. No, that's, that's actually what I did want to talk about. Uh, I think because of the ah, su- su- yeah, success yeah, yeah. of You're Deadpool, right. That Todd Spawn. Todd McFarlane finally finishes his, his script for Spawn, and that'll be able to uh, be green-lighted and get some money.
1: And let's just talk about the sets right here. Um, Deadpool is a Fox movie, and that's why De- that's why Deadpool had a ceiling.
0: <laughs> it, it had the 17th best debut of all time. Seventeen,
1: but no, I'm saying it had a ceiling of how good it was gonna be. <laughs> oh, oh no, no, I know what you mean. But but uh, it had the 17th, like my friends just said, it had the 17th best opening weekend of all time. I think it made 140 million. Mm-hmm. And these are this is beating a lot of things. And only thing, only movies are above them are Marvel movies. <laughs> <laughs> the good, the good ones, the good ones. Yeah. And so like it did, hella well. And so everybody always thought you can't make a rated R superhero movie and get money like that. I mean, you can make a rated R superhero movie, but you're not gonna get that money back. And I don't think they spent that much money on Deadpool. This was a fairly
0: low budget movie. I think yeah. like eighty. I want to say sixty five or eighty five million something like yeah. that.
1: Yeah. And they spent most money on CGI in the CGI in <laughs> the shot in Canada, so you know they didn't spend any money. <laughs> 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 <Hiyo>. <laughs> um Shout
0: out to <laughs> paid maple syrup. Ooh, that's racist. No, shout out to America Junior though. Yeah. Uh, but no, Deadpool did. I th- I've been thinking about it. I think I gave it a hard time, maybe because we saw it at fucking ten forty five. But but I am I am excited about the prospects of other R-rated superhero movies. Yeah. Uh, they're thinking about making Wolverine three rated R. Oh, they're point. gonna
1: make it rated R now.
0: And I think I think that'll be dope. We'll finally see Wolverine uh, stabbing some ninjas, hopefully.
1: You know what? I the cool part about it to make a proper bloody, gory Wolverine movie. Wouldn't you have to go back to Wolverine before he was an X Men? Uh,
0: maybe they should just reboot at this point with Wolverine. I'd I'd like to see just a new Wolverine. What do you think?
1: Yeah. And damn it, you can't bring him back to life. But re- <coughs> but really, I
0: mean, fuck Continuity, who really, who really, he yeah. really, like,
1: does. I mean, you can, you can do Wolverine again and start it and you can, you can actually move to PG with Wolverine. <laughs> like, <laughs> he got more PG as he got older, but old Weapon X Wolverine and shit like that, that'd be dope. I mean, they could tell whatever story
0: they want. I mean, they just made up a new Colossus. Yeah. So a- anything could happen.
1: Yeah, well, Colossus is a, he's a role player, all right. Yeah, he is. He is. Yeah. He uh, co- Colossus is Richard Jefferson. <laughs> He's Robert Ory. He might make a big shot one time, but he—he—he—you he, he, T- know,
0: turn into a <laughs> hashtag all podcast matters for uh, strange comic book sports analogies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm good.
0: Uh, <coughs> are you excited about a new Spawn movie? Yes. Uh, I kind—I kind of read the description of it, and I'm like, uh, I don't—I don't know. It said he wouldn't be like a traditional superhero movie, which is okay because Spawn isn't really that kind of hero anyway. But he said that. Michael Jai White's gonna do it, right? Mm, I don't know. He said Spawn will kind of be in the background and just kind of appear sometimes. And he and Todd McFarlane also wants to direct it, which I'm not too excited about. But but we shall see. We shall see.
1: It's not Fox though, right?
0: No, it's Marvel. Image. It's Sony Marvel, right? Image. 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 Uh, he hasn't announced like a film company or anything. I don't think anybody's officially like like I Spawn was
1: Marvel for some reason.
0: Nah, he's Image. Okay. Images like that, creator owned. Uh, kind of like on, a horse kind of thing. Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: do
0: you, did you wa- do you watch Walking Dead? By the way,
1: um, I used to. I yeah. can tell you why off the air why I used to, but I'm not gonna put it on blast.
0: Okay. Okay. We'll talk about that during the break. Yeah. I don't, I don't watch Walking Dead either. I broke up with that show.
1: Yeah. It, it, uh, I heard it was the best episode ever, and people were like, ooh <coughs> I'll catch up on it one day, but I don't need to because it moves too slow.
0: Yeah, it's homework. Yeah. It's homework, I feel it, like.
1: And, and, and it's, like, it's like one of the things you have to do to, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It, okay. It, <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's, let's talk about more. Like, somebody can tell me the synopsis of the last season, and I'd be like, all right, I'm up to date.
0: <laughs> that's that's how I feel, too. I'm, I almost gave in to watching it because I heard mm-hmm. this episode is great.
1: Yeah, like, Sarah is, like, watching all Supernatural, and that's fine. You can do that with Supernatural. Walking Dead is, like, you're going to watch – four or five seasons of Walking Dead. <laughs> and that move, Walking Dead moves about as fast as a uh, Dragon Ball Z saga. <laughs> so as the fight in Dragon Ball Z. I,
0: I still enjoyed Dragon Ball. Yeah, still you good. enjoyed it the, yeah. f- the
1: first time through. I mean, you can enjoy it the second time through, but that shit moves fucking slow. If, okay, put it like this. You watch Dragon Ball Z now back to back to back to back to back to back to back. Like, can you imagine waiting... S- How you have to wait every day for that shit? Yeah, that that
0: killed me as a kid.
1: Yeah, like Frieza. Well, Frieza what took like fifteen episodes. Every every
0: time the series started over, it would kill me inside.
1: Yeah, like like the Frieza saga, like the first one, that took like fifteen some episodes, right? Yeah, it's the longest fight in anime history. Yeah, so like, and that's what you got to divide. That's seven hours. Yep. Of a fight,
0: thirty hours. Um, did you see the trailer for Daredevil season two? Uh. Cause that shit looks fire. I'm I'm very hyped for this show. It this trailer was more exciting than the Batman Superman.
1: <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> the guy he's always be Shane. to me. Shane from The Walking Dead, which
0: was the best part of Walking Dead. I would say before I stopped watching it, I did I did <laughs> I watched probably you stopped early oh, then. Yeah, I did. I watched up to season three, maybe. Season and
1: so Shane looks like he doesn't even have the skull on yet, and he and they're taking it. They're taking a dark place to a dark place,
0: and <laughs> I, I know it's it looks it's crazy. I mean, yeah, we're right. We didn't even see the skull on his chest, mm-hmm. but I like to I like to. He's playing Punisher. He looks insane.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, whatever warrior they're gonna say he was in, and losing your family to the drug lords, <laughs> that will do that to you. And he looks insane, and he plays insane well, and he's doing it so deep and dark. You, it's. You can't cheer for him yet. No, no. (laughs) like you cheer for Punisher, and you're like, nah, this dude might take Punisher. You might not like Punisher after this motherfucker takes him over, and that's awesome.
0: Now there was two. There was two parts to -hmm. this. To this new trailer, like one came out earlier in the week, and the second part came out another day. Mm -hmm. And the other part we see Elektra at the end, and you post you post it on my timeline. And uh, I don't, I don't want to watch the second part. I'm like, nope, I'm already sold. I'm ready for it to take my money. I'll get, <laughs> I'll, I'll get, I'll get two Netflix subscriptions for this. <laughs> it's like, how
1: can I give you more money, Netflix? I'm like, we what? We, we, <laughs> don't, we don't need more. <laughs> you already have a subscription. It's good enough. Like, okay. Like, you don't even Netflix and chill that. You have Netflix and rough sex and that <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't, you don't, you don't put it on and then have sex. No, you to do it while you're having sex, and you're watching it together. Like, stop, 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 stop. I want to watch this part. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm taking the day out for Daredevil. I'm just <laughs> writing that. I'm like, Supervisor, I need day out for Daredevil. What, yeah. is, what is that? What is it? No.
1: <coughs> and uh, if, it, if it if it don't start at 12 a.m., I might not see uh, Superman, Batman on the first night. <laughs>
3: I
0: think they changed the date. I read that Daredevil Season 2 is coming out on March 18th. Okay. But Superman is on uh, uh, 25th or something. Are we gonna have like a Daredevil special on the show? I think we should do
1: that. I'm not binge watching the whole thing.
0: We not I don't have time
1: for that shit. I have a toddler, <laughs> <laughs> and he can't watch it.
0: No, I try. I tried like before. I knew how dark it was. I watched like <laughs> like like 90 seconds of it, and then like Kingpin bashed somebody's skull. I'm like, oh, okay. You know what? I can't. Nah, you got to. He's like, no, wait, wait. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this shit's getting good, Dad. What the fuck?
1: <laughs> but no, that shit looks good. It I mean. Like, Marvel's taking it in two different directions and shit like that, and I love it how they're doing it, and they're like, oh, the first rated R or something. I'm like, nah, fucking Daredevil when Jessica Jones came out before Deadpool did.
0: <laughs> and don't forget about Blade. Yeah. The movie that started it all.
1: And Blade wasn't even rated R to me. That was a soft R. I mean, that was an R back then that wouldn't be an R right now. Except for motherfuckers always trying to skate up. I skate up here. But that would have to be PG-13. Was it too raw. Yeah, it was. So they're, the first one was PG thirteen. No,
0: they're they're all rated R. But I. That's R. Yeah, they're that's pretty. Wild. No, they're they're pretty violent.
1: They were violent, but they weren't R. Violent now. Well, they weren't violent by today's. They weren't R by today's standards. It
0: just wasn't like extreme. Like Deadpool. Deadpool was like never forget they were rated R because we're saying fuck and you're gonna see titties and, and then see people it's get, like get
1: like it's, It was violent, but it was violence against vampires. So that's not real violence. Yes. Vampires aren't people. No, they aren't. Yeah, I don't care if you are a vampire. Wait, so wait. Yes, I do.
0: We're gonna lose our Nike contracts now. Just uh,
1: vampires all aren't real people.
0: All, all kinds of slurs. Somebody's
1: got pissed off, like some vamps. I'm, I fuck with goths. I don't fuck with vamps.
0: Uh, Comic Con tickets are going on sale tomorrow.
1: Uh, we didn't get invited. I don't. If I'm not getting a press pass, i <laughs> <get>. <laughs> It's,
0: it's alright, man. We'll get. We'll I,
1: feel, get. I, I, I feel Kanye West should speak up about this. All
0: right. Well, well, I'll, I'll tweet him the link to this episode, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see if he can help us get press passes. Yeah.
1: I mean, no, I'm saying he should be outraged and start saying some shit about it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: All Pods matter needs to be at Comic Con this year, at San Diego Comic Con International. And
1: now for the best part of the show, Keanu Reeves news.
0: Yeah, uh, do you have any Keanu Reeves news this nah. week? <laughs> All right, well we have to talk about him in some way. Yeah, because that's do. that's what we do on the show. I'm still excited for John Wick Two, and we're still. Yeah, <laughs> there we end. <laughs> Edward, we're, we're still on our uh, eternal quest to meet Keanu Reeves. Yep. So I guess that's it. Hmm. Let's take a break real quick, and then we'll get into our top five.
1: All right.
0: We are back.
1: Back, w- motherfuckers.
0: Damn, that was loud as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this, uh, this week's top five is albums that influence your life. Uh Shit shout out to you for thinking of this top five. I I think it's pretty good. It's one that like really, uh, looks into the depths of our souls.
1: Yeah. I mean, these are like some soul searching shit right here, man. And it's like albums, my favorite artists. And I only got one that's like a recent favorite artist, but all these guys influenced like how I am today. And one of them is, I don't know. Let's just go. Okay. Okay.
0: okay. We don't need too much backstory because each, each, each album has its own story and shit. Mm -hmm. Uh, my number five is uh Jodeci's Diary of a Mad Band. It was it came out in nineteen ninety one. Uh New Jack Did you sw- fuck bitches to that? Of course, when I was like seven. <laughs> <laughs> but uh New Jack <laughs> New New Jack Swing like uh was uh was a good a good time in R and B with like yeah. with like New Edition, uh BBD, uh Motown Philly and uh Jodeci. Yeah. Uh, I'll be sure and Devontae Swing were like do- mm-hmm. dope like writer producers on it. Uh, but but the song that like was really a standout to me was um, uh, oh come and talk to me of course. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Again,
3: you were seven. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Of I mean I mean like years later I, okay, I okay. I'd
0: grow to appreciate it because nobody else is making an R and B song about about like a shy dude who who likes who likes a lady and, and in like an office space.
1: Mm-hmm. And then like Casey sang the shit out of that song. He sure did. It was really just Casey and JoJo. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, it was. No, but Devante, he's a producer and the writer, so. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That's what I get. Them fools look like they was all shit last time. They was at a reunion.
0: (laughs) (laughs) They sure did.
1: Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
0: Cocaine is great. And I'm sure Joe, to with those royalties, can afford the greatest greatest of Peruvian powders.
1: (laughs) Fresh out the boat, the tan shit. (laughs) Tan bricks. Tan bricks.
0: (laughs) Call them the piano man.
1: Yeah. Uh my number 5 um man damn <laughs> Off the Wall Michael Jackson. Ooh, that's
0: a good choice right there.
1: Um I everybody's thriller 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 I'm off the wall. <laughs> the uh like Off the Wall was a shit for me. I love the album cover. Uh simple yet awesome. And it one of my favorite songs is uh uh is it does not get up where he's like the forces and I got a lot of power. Is it? Woo! <laughs> 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 like, Michael Jackson was a producer, songwriter, and, like, the, he made some funky-ass shit right there. That album slaps, and it's – it's. I wasn't a big Michael Jackson fan when I was a kid. I mean, I was a big Michael Jackson fan, but I wasn't – you know, you didn't appreciate music when you were a kid. No, no, you didn't. And then coming back to that album as an adult, like, man, it makes you read, fall in love and read, like, real – like you really miss Michael because nobody was doing it like that. Even his new stuff that he came with was like, "Damn man," like like butterflies gave you butterflies and shit like that. And the last song, the um, I can't remember what it was, but that shit was like as classic Michael. Michael, even though he switched up his style, he never switched up his style. Michael will make a song, the like his last song, make you feel like his old shit. You know.
0: I recently heard that album, Invincible. I hadn't heard it back then. Mm-hmm. I didn't really appreciate it back then. Butterflies was like, I'm like, eh, but that album was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I, did, I didn't really give it credit from before.
1: Yeah, like, Mike, Mike was Mike made shit, man. Mike,
0: not Mike was Mike.
1: Mike it was, like, it was Michael?
0: <laughs> uh, my number four album. This was the first album I ever bought, I bought it on tape, and this album kind of made me. It made me fall fall for uh for rap music. It was uh, Nas's. Nice it was written. Mm-hmm. Uh, the lead single was "If I Ruled the World." With, ruled the world with Lauryn Hill. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. The songs can 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 tell stories and yeah. uh, and like <laughs> and like paint pictures and have metaphors and similes mm-hmm. and and have like political views in them. Wow, this is this is amazing.
1: Until Dave Chappelle um up does a skit about him opening every cell in Attica. Africa. <laughs> <laughs> and you see what that actually would look like. <laughs> Wait, he didn't escape about that? You didn't see that? I think it was on the uh post one. And he was like, it was Nas's president, and then it's like some guy's Africa, like he he'll a juice that Nas president. He's like, he's sending us relief. And then the plane opens up and just hella niggas in jumpsuits and shit. So everybody's like, You sent us visitors, what the fuck, Nas?" <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's like, that would be a good thing. Those are rapists in there, too, guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, he, he, his heart was in the right place. His heart was in the right place.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, you're going to send to Africa and fuck up Africa some more. Okay. Maybe,
0: maybe he meant political prisoners. Yeah. Okay. See, it just didn't fit in the bar structure.
1: <laughs> I every pris- political prisoner in Attica. And in Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he like, he could have did it. He's or like, <laughs> <would've done.
0: laughs> uh, yeah, that, that, that's all I got to say about that. Yeah. I had it on tape.
1: Um, My number four. Purple Rain,
0: man. <laughs> man, that's a good choice.
1: Um, okay, so my mom raises on Prince, like Prince is God, <laughs> not not blast me up, but Prince is God. Like, um, and I'm talking about like random Prince, motherfuckers don't know. Uh, songs I've seen, like my favorite Prince song is Seven, but my favorite album is uh, Purple Rain because he had a movie to it. It's not even an album; it's a soundtrack. Like, <laughs> it's a soundtrack to a movie, which is Prince well acted in the movie. I mean, he's playing himself, kind of, but like, he didn't write that movie. Some, I think, some white dude wrote the movie, and it was just a great fucking movie. And then it had a great soundtrack. It had Morris Day, come on, <laughs> and the time, Morris Day and the time. Retro, <laughs> uh, threw a bitch in the dumpster. That's man, that's a, that's his a assistant pimp best friend ever, right there, Don't bitches in the dumpsters. <laughs> um, but. Purple Rain, and then the the title song Purple Rain, and every time I hear it, it brings me back to the movie. It's like, <laughs> okay, so I I always play Purple Rain in entirety, and I'm talking about the eight minutes. Even and so like when the this, when the song's over, there playing, it always plays in my head, no matter where I am, of him running to the running to the you know Prince running <laughs> 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 to the locker room, pacing back and forth, hearing everybody's thing, and then. He walking out the thing. He opens the door, and he sees the girl, and he's like, hi. And she's crying. She's like, hi. And he runs back on. And then my favorite part is because I I always, when I'm put, I play it in a different order. I don't play it because if you play it from the album, oh, this is stupid. If you play it from the album, it goes, uh, I would die for you, baby, I'm a star, then Purple Rain. But in the movie, it goes, Purple Rain, I would die for you, Baby, I'm a star. So, I always play it that way. So, i play Purple Rain. I'll play the whole <laughs> thing. Then I'll hear, because the movie plays in my head. And I'll hear I Would Die For You. And then, Baby, I'm a star. My bad. My bad. I Would Die For You is my favorite Prince song. Because it's about Jesus. <laughs> yeah. So, Purple Rain. That,
0: that's probably the song I hear most from Prince. No. Maybe the second most. What's the first one? Um.
1: Diamonds, bros.
0: Yeah. 'Cause those, those are well that actually there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of prince songs that are still in heavy rotation on the radio. Yeah. And uh since you brought up prince, I don't oh, know Kiss,
1: Kiss and Roger City. Ah, yeah.
0: I don't I just wanted to say R.I.P. R. to Vanity. She she
1: Oh man, we almost forgot to talk about that shit.
0: We did, that's sad, man.
1: Damn it. You know, man, she and we were we were lightweight hurt. I mean I was I mean it's vanity.
0: Yeah, you should you should be heard about it.
1: Like it's a little before us, but that was one of your first crushes.
0: And she died in Fremont.
1: She died in Fremont, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, they actually Like brought her up They like, like Why wasn't Vanity At the 30th show the 30th anniversary And then Tybok was like She's right down the street I don't know why She isn't here You can hear her <laughs> 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 Yeah but she was like Saved And like she was Real religious And sorry And she like Lost it with, like, like cancer Damn, Fucking cancer Was it cancer? I think it was cancer Fuck cancer Fuck cancer My <laughs> Rest in peace, Vanity. <laughs> you, you, awesome. t- you
0: took a good, clean thing and made, <laughs> and made it dirty. Yeah. Uh, my number, what number are we on? Three? three? Three. Yeah, my number three album. I have to uh, give a shout out to one of my favorite duos in the history of rap, which is Outkast. Mm-hmm. It was kind of tough for me to pick one of their albums, but I'm going to go with the uh, 1996 release of AT Aliens. Ooh, ooh. They had some classic songs on there, like AT title song, uh, Jazzy Bell, Elevators, Me You, Your Mama, and Your Cousin Too. Mm-hmm. Um, Let
1: the like Cadillac those. Yeah,
0: yeah, they, they they taught me a lot. Got me through some tough times.
1: And they were different when before it was cool to be different.
0: Yeah, they were. They were doing their own Comic thing.
1: Comic books, and the shit, as, mm-hmm. as a f- man. Um, I I remember. I don't remember Southern player listed Cadillacs to fucking music and all that good stuff. I remember the songs though. AT Aliens was like That made you realize Who these guys were
0: Yeah Cause I think back on their first album They were like I thought they were cool They were cool rappers mm-hmm. But AT Aliens They were like We're okay, not this We're this Okay we're outcasts mm-hmm. And we're different as fuck And that's who we are Yeah And uh to so like Man LaFace was dope Back in the day
1: mm-hmm. They were They were uh, They were a uh, Hip hop motown Actually they weren't even hip hop They were everything
0: Yeah they had dope R&B too
1: mm-hmm. Monica right
0: Babyface uh, this, woo, woo. I mean, I mean, his his credits alone, we could do a whole show on him. But. Woo,
1: <laughs> damn, and Babyface just stopped, like he didn't want to do it anymore because Babyface would have been forever. Kenny Babyface, Evans. I remember he was talking about uh one of the DeBarge's daughter, and he was like, it's another light skinned angel, <laughs> Christina <Christine laughs> Jabarder, Christina DeBarge, Christina DeBarge, she's like shit. <laughs> um, my number three, whew, all right, just because he's new, uh. Crenshaw Nip's Hustle. That I've talked about it before. That album, you can do anything to. You can I work out to it. I ride to it. I center myself to it, man. I I get motivated to it. I've never banged a fuck a bitch to it, but I mean, it's on my list, it's on my bucket list, banging chick with Nipsey playing in the background. But uh, that album, <laughs> that album's freaking man, it's it's fire. He sold it for a hundred dollars and he gave it away for free. Uh, Nip Hustle is one of the greatest uh, business minds in the rap game today. And that album is just the pinnacle of all the mixtapes coming out, man. All the marathon s- uh, the ma- the marathon saga. Crenshaw was the shit, man.
0: I need to listen to that again.
1: Crenshaw, <laughs> Crenshaw bro. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> Crenshaw, man. I still want to get a Crenshaw T-shirt, you know, from Boys in the Hood. <laughs> Crenshaw Mafia.
1: Crenshaw, yeah. And that's that's the uh, that's the title of what it did. So, what is yeah. you? Crenshaw Mafia? <laughs> <laughs> now you want to roll the six. Which he bo- is both. He's yeah. like, he's rolling six, he's <laughs> Crenshaw. <laughs> so, that's what's hella funny to me. Like, Niv Hustles and shit, man. Uh and it's not, man, all right, I, I can't. Uh, see, I've been talking about nip all night.
0: You're just like, you know, I'm going to I'm gonna cut it short. I tried to do that. I'm, I might ramble on about my number two, yeah. but I'm going to talk about Ice Cube's death certificate. Um, Ice Cube was another one of those rappers who taught me, I'm like, whoa, there's, there's, wait, wait, wait. There's political strife in America? <laughs> I'm like, oh, shit. I'm black, too. <laughs> and, uh. This this is one of those albums that it was probably, like, the first, like, really, like, political, uh, angry album there was. Uh, Ice mm-hmm. Cube was, like, probably, like, the scariest man in America at that time. And uh, one of my favorite songs on the album, uh, Giving Up the Nappy Dugout. I'm like, oh, this is kind of, like, hilarious storytelling where he's um, rapping about, you know, before I heard the song, I thought it was about. Um, Baseball? No, like an urban sports store. <laughs> uh, but... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice. I would now I would name my urban sports. <laughs> so an dugout. <laughs> and 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 it, and, it, and it wouldn't be a baseball thing. It would be a picture of me looking sinister. the right. <laughs> nappy <an> <laughs> The walls would be like coarse fur. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Corduroy, corduroy everywhere. It'd, it'd,
1: it'd just be <laughs> like a bunch of, like, it'd be your hair on the wall. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Welcome. They touch it. like, is, is this nappy dug out my hands
0: would you? Would you like a corduroy baseball uniform? Because we, <laughs> we've got plenty.
1: it like baby powder. <laughs> we have a whole aisle of baby powder. <laughs> we have cocoa, scented, cocoa butter scented baby powder. <laughs> it would sell out in the hood. Damn, that's like the blackest. <laughs> blackest thing <laughs> ever.
0: But yeah, I love that I love that album. I know it's probably not Ice Cube's uh I don't know, I feel like America's Most Wanted is probably the more popular mm-hmm. choice. But this is the first Ice Cube album that I heard. Mm-hmm. So that's why that's why I put it as so as <laughs> one that influenced my life and shit. Mm-hmm. And this is my top five, so I can do whatever I want. Exactly. Steady mobbing.
1: Um number three a two for me would be E 40s Hall of Game.
0: <sighs> that's a good ass choice.
1: Like and I and it I had to pick a, a forty album. I was a forty I'm a forty fan, Federal to this I I have the discography, um and everyone for a long time. <laughs> forty, but Hall of Game had a drinking club on it and also had a uh, Player's Ball. Uh Drinking Club was my song. It's one of the two songs that made me into the alcoholic I am today. That and my honor to mention would be uh the Alcoholics album with the barcode on it. Put the bottle to your lip one. I sit, you sip, you sip. <laughs> <laughs> Forty Hall of Game, Game Spitter, Greatest of All Time, and that's when he thought he was on the shit. I, know, I, I I like the new shit, but <laughs> this old Fody, when he had Studio Tone, Bosco, and all of <laughs> them. Woo! i uh, uh, stop. I see. I gotta stop. I stop. I gotta stop. I gotta stop.
0: But that, that's all any rapper needs when they have like this. Like magic when a rapper meets like a good production team. <laughs> it's, it's 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 magic. Yeah, and yeah, which is kind of what happened with. Uh,
1: this is our universal number one. With
0: right? our universal number one, yeah, this is definitely an album that,
1: uh, like this, this, this changed the culture of our lives for a while. It did, it did. Like <laughs> everybody,
0: everybody who you know, you text them like a random ass lyric from this whole album, mm-hmm. and they'll be like, And
1: yeah. "It's one of the most stolen albums of all." Time. <laughs> fuck it is. I'm the a- most stolen album of all time hands down was D'Angelo's Brown Sugar. That's one of my honorable <laughs> mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Cuz everybody knows somebody that stole a D'Angelo album from a cousin or a friend and stuff like that. That um I think I bought that album twice, and I know people that bought that album a few times because it was the most stolen album, yep. and or most had to buy it because you paid it on CD so much, and remember CDs weren't as good as they were later on, so you scratch a CD and it was, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> it, 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 and you're like fuck. <laughs> I
0: I like this album so much that I bought it three times.
1: Mm. And, oh, Christina! Shout out to Christina Shepard. She bought this for my birthday. She bought me "Corrupts Streets" and motherfucker for my birthday, man. <laughs> Cover to cover, I didn't like the Tequila song too much.
0: That's hey, that's fine. One, one, one skip is okay. Yeah. I listened to this album today, and it, it reminded me of the good ass times of when uh, we used to see walk. Yeah, it just, they just <laughs> made this made some fun ass crit music. And
1: um, oh man, I had me wearing chucks. Still wear chucks to this day. I crease my I crease my diggies hard <laughs> to, to, to this day. I wear Dickies because of that, and I wear them like fi- my like my five um This album was a masterpiece.
0: It it's it's like a good ass like uh posse album. It's almost like it's I would almost say it's like the best dog pound album because Daz is on a mm-hmm. lot of the tracks on it, and uh, everybody from the dog Snoop pound fuck gang. Fuck
1: that bitch, that nigga Daz. Fuck that bitch, that bitch, that, that groupie ass tricks. <laughs> Represent that, <long> b- <laughs> oh man, welcome <laughs> home. See, this is the album. I'm not gonna be like, all right, I'm not gonna talk. Man, that album cover to cover. Uh, uh,
0: favorite favorite track on the album. Welcome home. It's a good choice. Uh, I think mine calling out names is underrated diss track, I think. It's not my it's not my favorite, but it is one of my favorites.
1: I was getting them mixed up. Mike Reese, the first time I played it for him. Like this is like we weren't even that cool at the time, but um I was listening to it and he played it, and I played that song, and I was like, Oh, he's getting at him, he's getting at it. And he listened to it, he's like, Sound like this nigga hating to me. And I was like, what? He's like, this nigga doing all this over a bitch? That's some faggot ass shit. And I was like, What <laughs> I was like, damn it, somebody put this in perspective.
0: He uh, la- he later regretted it and he's like, I'm not gonna perform this song. Yeah. <laughs> and I I listened to the skit the the skit on uh <laughs> it ain't about Woo! Now, uh, that,
1: now the skits, dog pound skits, that was one of the best ones. Oh on, uh, no,
0: it ain't about you with Superfly and <laughs> he's like, Hey, what's that how's that one song go? <laughs> Is that the one you're rapping on? Yeah. Yeah, that's tight. It. Yeah, that's tight. Yeah. I'm i like,
1: <laughs> <you> like <laughs> And is I'm that the uh man, these niggas in the club talking to gang and shit. <laughs> <Woo-hoo. laughs> <laughs> <laughs> Who's <was> that? <laughs> <laughs> this dude. <laughs> Dr. Dre. <laughs> yeah,
0: that that was, that was and good. And
1: that, um, the W-Boss kid, uh, oh, I bleed, Then I blood. Who <laughs> I am? Who I am? Who I am? <laughs> hey, mama, you looking for the TV? God, God damn, damn it. it, I smoked the TV. Oh, hell no. All uh, right. Faggot! <laughs> oh man, and I like DMX. But Me
0: too.
3: Like,
1: but it's like if if my favorite rep, like to this day, Rasheed Wallace and AZ. I can't stand them because they're funny. And DMX took a, a blow. He took a step tag down when Krupp was getting at him. And then I couldn't not like. I wasn't a big POC fan when I was a kid, so I couldn't not like everybody. He said like he said a lot of motherfuckers. He names. sure did. Fuck d- the Fugees. He sure did. And I'm like. Oh. 20th anniversary of the, uh, the score.
0: Really? Yeah. Is that right now, this year? Yeah. I oh, think it was oh yeah. a couple of days ago. No, you're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. That was a good-ass album.
1: Yeah. No, that's
0: it. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any uh, honorable mentions
1: you want to shout out? I have a couple. Um, All E40s album before Grit, Grit and Grind before. Uh,
0: <sighs> I kind of had something like that, too. I was kind of struggling with. I had to put somebody on from the Bay. My favorite mm-hmm. Bay Area rapper is San Quinn. Sam Quinn. Um, the first explosive mode, like um, that, that, that's something that was like hella touched my heart Wh- when that came out. Which w- was uh, the
1: one where he started rapping off, uh, the history <laughs> of the rap bag? <laughs> that's my favorite. Album. Um,
0: I'm not sure, but I, I just want to, uh, let's take a minute and travel back in time to a player's popular caller. Woo! but oh my, legends,
1: the <laughs> K and Y. <laughs> dun 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 dun. Play us, pop your the kind, of oh,
0: the kind of flossing everybody, everybody knows.
1: knows. <laughs> was bouncing up and down saying Hi. <laughs> in,
0: in fact, I think we can actually play this that song in this episode because oh. he said we could use it.
1: So. What? Yeah. yeah, but no. Then my favorite song would be this frozen mode. Uh, dude dude, and we gon' floss you, bitch. bitch. <laughs> Filmo, <laughs> Mafioso.
0: Million Dollar Dreams. We got them for sale. Um, my other honorable mention. even
1: the no story in the Merc.
0: Pow Other honorable mention was uh little brother, uh, the listening. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite, uh, I guess you can call it backpack rap mm-hmm. groups. Ninth uh, Wonder, one of my favorite producers ever. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Um, um,
1: all Little B's mixtapes.
0: <laughs> all fifty four thousand <000 laughs> of them, <laughs> with a billion songs. Hell yeah, um, seventy five songs each. Uh.
1: Uh the Eagles greatest hits album?
0: <laughs> Hell yeah. Um
1: Oh my bad. Now uh, now that's why Bob Marley it. Legend. Oh my god, how'd that mm-hmm. miss my top five? I'm sorry. Bob Marley Legend.
0: Yeah, you can, you can just shout it out. Uh um, no, that's, that's the, the Internet Ego Death. That's a um, a good ass album if you like. Excellent R and B music.
1: I'd have to do my top five mace tapes and then it'd be a bunch of currency. <laughs> Uh, you know, he, you know, he had a new project this week again, again,
0: no, I, he had like three, three, two new albums in the past three weeks. (laughs) One with, uh, Alchemist. Yep. I got that one. uh, It's pretty dope.
1: Uh, the Alchemist one and I got the, uh, the owner's manual.
0: Yeah, that's good too. Yeah. Uh,
1: They're playing, um, the song with him and Wayne on the radio. Oh yeah, bottle
0: he has a, he has another new song with Wayne, which is actually pretty dope on the Alchemist project. I, I would project. hope they
1: get back together, and start doing music together. They're, they're making I good like, music together. I like friends, like like we did this, we went our own separate way, we come back, let's make this good music together because they can Little Wayne, best thing that Little Wayne would do. He got all the money he needs. It's like to get back to it.
0: It's to get back to that real rap shit. because yeah. Wayne Wayne is he can really rap when he wants to.
1: Yeah, like he can really rap when he wants to and like you see it like on the bottom of the bottle. He gassed that shit. He did. Yeah. And I and, and it's like he currency is centering back to that that shit that made when you was hungry. hmm mm-hmm. And that's also what Kanye need to do. It's like let's get back to the basics and stuff like that. Because Kanye West has his Yeezus fan base and then he has old Kanye West fan base. If Kanye West made a one, two, three album, a dropout album, a college album again, I think it'll be his best-selling album and he'll bring back a bunch of his fan base into, and he'll mix the the West, the Wake Up Mr. West fans and the Yeezus fans and then it'll become a perfect storm and then it'll make Sharknado 4.
0: <laughs> it's it's still there. He needs to hang out with uh, Yasin Bay a little bit. I'm looking forward to his new album. I heard uh, Raven Justice's album this week too. You know, he that uh, R&B dude from uh, he's on Jace Allen's album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was pretty good. It's full of a lot of like Bay Area bangers. Uh, I think it's, that's about it I got for yeah, this good. week. Um, <laughs>
1: it's kind of anticlimactic. We just put that down. But um, we love music.
0: Yeah, we do like music. Cause it's, it's something we're excited about.
1: I actually want to see The Witch. It looks scary. I'm I want to be scared.
0: I don't like being scared. My I my r- my regular life is just is I har- like, horrifying but enough. I like,
1: I like what music brings me to actually terrify. Movies, movies bring me to actually terrify. Like the last movie I seen that was scary was the remake of The Evil Dead. And that movie, I uh, saw it with Quinn. And that movie, like, it was about an hour in the movie, and I leaned over to Quinn because we are, like, kind of hunched in our seat. <laughs> and I was like, but when the fuck is the movie going to be over? Like, I, I'm done. Like, and it wasn't that it was bad. It was like, I was too fucking scared. Like, I, I need to get out this bitch, man. <laughs> Something happened. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um uh, oh yeah, I'm gonna feature some some new music on the show. We Is haven't it? we haven't done that for a while. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Dizza, his a uh, friend to the show. Mm-hmm. He's gonna have uh, mm-hmm. we're gonna do an interview with him before his new project drops. Hope mm-hmm. you guys like this new music. Uh make sure you follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter at Pods Matter, follow it's Dimone. follow at Panther Five Thousand. Thanks for listening. Two up, two down.
2: Super feel like Superman, blunt to my lips, smell like Superman, power in my fist, like a Super Saiyan. power in my fist, like a Super I'm like a Super Xan, of feel like Superman, Blunt to my lips, smell like super hand. Power in my fist, like a super, super, sand. super sand Power in my fist, oh, like yeah, my a super, super sand. sand Young homie slept on Bubba like noble Sing shots just like Kobe The formula I know Sound like New weight from the West Coast Cause our state is golden OG in our backwoods Yes, thanks a home hey, Keep a five bag of nuts on me about now, slow that shit down in a the day, and re up in a month. Midday, might start recording, working on in my grave like I'm Jordan. Turning, you don't see me, but I see you working. Y'all niggas, 2010, jerking off a super zen, feel like super Blunt to my lips, smell like super Power in my face. Like a Super Sand, power in my fist, like a Super Sand. Off a Super Sand, feel like Superman. Blunt to my lips, smell like Superman. Power Power in my fist, like a Super Sand. Power in my fist, like a Super Sand.